Hello, you're listening to the Taku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. And you have been listening to Jinsen no Kaze by Konomi Suzuki. And that is the opening for Lord Marksman and Venatus, which is one of the shows we're going to talk about today. Today is our second segment of our 2014 fall mid-season reviews. Uh, these are shows that are going to be going with a single season, a uh, total of like 11 to 13 episodes. So any of the 24 on so shows we'll probably cover in a later podcast. But for now, these are the shows that we're covering. Today is going to be Terraformars, uh, When Supernatural Battles Become Commonplace, Dinky Guy, uh, Wolf Girl and the Black Prince, or Wolf Girl and Black Prince, uh, Lord Marksman, and Venatus. And that's all the shows. Um, but yeah, how's it going, Chris? I'm making it. You're making it. All right. Um, but yeah, you can find us on otakuspirit.com. You can go there for our coverage of anime, new and old, as well as of our community of great people on there that you can discuss anime with. It's kind of like your friends that you never had to talk about anime. If you're a closet otaku or whatever, you can you can feel free to converse and not worry about trolls. We're, we're good about not having trolls, so it's good. We keep it. We keep it. We keep it in in line. Yeah, I'm not sure what we've done so far to keep it in line, but <laughs> it's usually just a lot of. It's cool, guys. It's cool. We're all go. We're all good. Anyways, we're gonna jump right into our first show, which again is Terraformers, and yeah, this is a a show that is about essentially mankind has decided they wanted to cultivate or live on Mars, so they thought the best way of doing that was to send um, both moss and insects to the planet in order to create an atmosphere and over a 500 year span the cockroaches that they left on that planet has decided to evolve into what they call terraformer and for some reason when they decided to go you know try to take you know see if they can live there now they they run into these terraformers and they're not too happy with the humans so they kill the humans and yeah um it's I haven't really seen any explanation of it so far, but essentially some kind of virus has come from that planet and has now wreaked havoc on Earth. Uh, people that are infected with this Mars uh, or origin virus end up dying. There's no cure for it. So mankind is trying to both cultivate Mars again or take over Mars from the terraformers, but also get a cure for this this virus that's stricken them. And they do that by sending groups of people, which they call them bugs. They call them bugs one, bugs two is is their code name for these groups of people they send. And I think we're on bugs three now. I think it was. I I don't know, but uh, yeah, I think it's bugs three. I think bugs two. They sent I like a group so. of people that were like really battle ready. Uh, they have these augmentations uh, built in their genes that give them powers from insects to try to fight the terraformers. And they failed miserably, so now we're on ter- uh, Bugs 3, and uh, this is a new group of people in this this new season. As to why we're suddenly getting streams of this version, now I think the third... No, I think it's just the second uh, series. They had an OVA first. You're really trying to gather what's going on here, but really, when it comes down to it, it's a show that is about... You know, it's action, it's it's drama, it's it's violence, drama? and I think that's pretty much what it's going by. Um, but yeah, they they they're sending this the third bugs to this planet, and the different thing here that they have is that this group of people 
have some second generation versions of these augmented people as well as first generation people and they're also including uh animal type augmentations rather than just insect so that's the kind of hook you have with this group versus the last group so they're hoping that this group is going to pull it off and yeah so far i mean the story is really kind of backdrop to the action and everything um and you do have some kind of character development with each of the characters if you'd even call it that they're kind of just like very short bursts of backstory for the character and and their their reasons for doing what they're doing and that's basically it uh there is a little bit of mingling between the characters and the relationships and whatnot in the short period of time they're actually together um but I mean, what it, what it really comes down to is a show is just really an action show. It, it's it's just to have you watch these people beat the crap out of these insects, and the insects beat the crap out of the people, people dying left and right. But in the end, that's really all it is. If you if you enjoy that kind of shonenish kind of show, um, this is definitely entertaining enough. Uh, visually, it's not. It was kind of jarring at first because it does have a very unique style to it yes um it rubbed me the wrong way right at the first because they did have like some really overly uh detailed facial expressions that looked very i I guess i just contribute to kind of like a carnival goofy look i mean it's just very odd um but it it grew on me over time It, it became less overly goofy looking and more just serious and I kind of, I kind of it grew on me, so I was enjoying it after a while. But about the four episode mark, it just kind of drifted off. Like you've seen the budget hit, and they just started kind of getting the wonky looking characters. They started getting a lot more stills, and just the overall visual just became less of an animation, more of a, a still shot. A slide show. Yeah. But yeah, what do you think so far? I'm, I've been blabbing on. Um. I am bordering on the edge of dropping this show, and which he doesn't from, do often unless there's a character that he just loves. Yeah, I unfortunately, like I said before, I I can't find any character that I truly care about, and the one character that I did have any interest in, they killed her off. So, unfortunately, I just I don't find anything in this show that makes me want to watch it. Um, I just see a lot of blood and guts and people yelling at bugs that don't really reply i <laughs> which is sad because i think of all the shows that chris sits through that i wonder what is going through his head even though he in the end will give it a bad review this this show probably has more character development and more world building than any of those harem crappy shows that he drops all the time so it does kind of boggle me i think it's just really you style. see character development in this yeah. show there's a lot of character development it's just do you want to care about it is like the question I mean, like I said, I'm not saying there's real deep... Char- the only character that I really see that has a lot of development in it is probably uh, the main character, Akari, um, Michelle, because they, they're both second generations, which, when I said second generation, that basically means they are offspring of people that were in the previous Bugs uh, groups. So, basically, they had the bug elements that were put into their parents transferred to them, so that's what they call them. And then gens. they go through the surgery to get... Another another bug. one, right? Yeah. So they have two two attributes. So um, yes, I have been paying attention. <laughs> and Adolf is probably the strongest character, and he, they've only really dove in him in the last two episodes that Chris hasn't been able to watch yet. Um, 
and I think he's probably got the most character development and more interesting backstory than any of the other characters. But in the end, like I said, it doesn't matter because they're just going to get in a battle and one of them's going to die and then you move on. So you, you really don't have any time to connect. It's almost like I would kind of liken it to a comic got kill. It's just here you are. Don't care about that character. He's going to die next episode anyways. Oh, we're getting backstory. That character's definitely going to die <laughs> kind of thing. So I, I could say this is definitely the season of let's throw you a character and you know they're going to die. Let's give him backstory death kind of thing. So yeah, it kind of goes been, side. been pretty brutal and a lot of sci-fi the last two two seasons. But I think that the only thing that makes me enjoy this show and hate A Comic Got Kill is the fact that in A Comic Got Kill, you have mood issues. They, they're, they're, they're never quite sure if they want to be serious or comical, and it often jars with itself. Um, a comic got kill also is trying to force you to like the characters and I don't care about them at all. Whereas this one's kind of, it's always in a dreading, are we doing mood. a review on a comic got kill right now? No. Why? <laughs> Cause you're doing a review on it. <laughs> no, it's called comparison reviewing. It's, it's a, it's a common thing. Um, when people have watched comic got kill, they can go, Oh, okay. So this is the difference between the two shows. You want to go with it? Go for it. All right. Whatever you um, want to do. But anyways, that, that's the kind of the difference between the two, whereas I know people have probably heard me bash on a comic got kill where I like this, so I'm trying to explain that this is why I see that they're different. So, yeah. It's it's a good show. Just don't really expect too much out of it. Um, I really don't see the show going anywhere in in the short run. I think it's only like 13 episodes, yeah, and we're, we're, we're already close to the end, and it's already looking like they're they're not gonna pull things off. So it's we were planning. I'm kind on, of starting to think it's the show is more about the terraformers overcoming the humans than anything because it does seem like this this IP of this show itself this um this property of terraformers is really more about let's send another bugs and have them die and let's send another group and let's send another group and let's send another group and never really resolve anything. And just so you know that we were we were talking about doing this last week. We ended up waiting one week because Andrew was hoping that something was going to develop and he wanted to talk about that. So. Yeah, I kind of mentioned in my my impressions for not this episode but last episode that they had this kind of underlying uh, storyline that they were kind of hinting at because Michelle was basically telling Adolf you need to get to the annex crash site because. Uh, before the Russians and the Chinese do. And so there was like, okay, there's got to be something that they don't want them to get before they do. Like, they don't trust that group. Even though there's combined countries in this this vessel, they don't trust each other because they all have alternative motives. And they never really touched on it. Um, but yeah, I think it was the Russia or something like that is that they were kind of hinting at. And that's kind of a another group of life forms that were on this other planet that moved to Mars at some point and they never they never touched on it since then so I don't I don't see the show going anywhere um it's a good action thing if you like some action um they did have a few episodes that had some really I think clever combat sequences um but most of the time yeah, it's just can, really let's can, reveal this this power and move on kind of thing I can give that yeah reveal this power and then move on <laughs> They never really messed That's with the, it. The hours kinda, very long. And that kind of touches on the, one of the worst aspects of the show is they have this narration. 
And it's a goofy Japanese narration thing. <laughs> it's a very cultural thing. Most people won't get it. Biology um, lesson. But yeah, it's, it's just, <laughs> you'll have that sequence. And I think I've actually heard it in like monster movies from Japan where they'll have just kind of this thing is happening. And then they'll have this like really off the wall guy talk, narrating on the side talking about what's happening on the screen. That's really what it is. And it's just like, oh, now Michelle is going to use her new power that is come from this bug. And they show the bug, and it's like, the bug does this, and that's why she can do this. And then it moves back to, you're, you're fighting again. So it, it does break, it breaks the mood quite often. Um, you'll have a situation where you think a character's gonna die, it's getting really dark, it's getting grim, and then oh, she is using this, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, dude, go away. <laughs> I know what's going on. I get it. I get the idea. Just let the let it happen. I uh, I, I can give this show. I, I, I do agree with Andrew. I do like the artwork. I didn't like it at first, but it does have this very, very serious tone to the artwork, which is, it, it's refreshing in a way. I like it because it's it's unique enough. Yeah. Um, I do like the combat sequences. They are just phenomenal um, after they stop doing all the censoring. <laughs> now, that's, that's, a, that's the other thing is they, this, this show, of course, had an issue when it first started out. It had a lot of censorship in the first three episodes. Um, and then they kind of moved away from it. But the problem is, and, and people might disagree with me, but... What it seems like they did is instead of uh, instead of allowing the it not to be censored like they made it sound like they were going to do, instead it seems like the animators purposely made replacement uh, replacement uh, frames in those bad spots that would not show the gore or just show really cartoonishy gore. So they did not uncensor it; they just made it unneeded. And I'm assuming that hopefully for those that really liked that gore that was in the first few because it was extremely violent. Oh in yeah, those first I mean we we were we were blown away on a couple of them. It's like we you couldn't really yeah, tell like, what like was going pulling on. A guy's, pulling yeah, a guy's I mean, head off with the spine and everything, yeah. and then slicing people with the spine. That's how gruesome it was. <laughs> yeah, and, and we just, we weren't we weren't really sure what was going on when we were seeing it, but it was like. That kind of makes it a little bit more dark. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't a lot that more shocking. It wasn't. It wasn't so much. Well, I wouldn't say it was so much that it was shocking. It was just that it was like, wow, that changes things quite a bit. I mean, we kind of like w the 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 terraformer throwing the head, or was mm -hmm. it the whole upper torso at somebody? And it was like. Yeah. At the time, we just thought he was throwing a head or something, and but he right. was actually throwing the entire torso, which that actually changed things up a little bit. <laughs> and that's kind of one of the, of the sad things that I forgot to mention is when this f show first started out, it did a really good job of making me really find the terraformers to be uh, kind of uh, terrifying. They're, they were very... They were very brick wall like you're not going to touch these guys they made them out to be very invincible and that quickly changed here recently um partly because it did seem like they toned things down but also because you had the other start uh, you had the humans starting to fight back and they became fodder and yeah. so that that sense of oh my gosh they're in they're in this vessel along with just like 
four of the or four or five of these things and they're just getting destroyed. I you you and they would just stand there and they would stare at the humans and they would do that little show thing and it was like oh my gosh this is like wicked or they would they would appear next to them and then their eyes would kind of just twitch around it made them terrifying that shifted after like the third episode it was they were no longer terrifying and it's kind of disappointing in that in that aspect so that's that's to, to to respond to my first impressions, where I mentioned I, that, I guess that's a, it did, that's they a, did drop really. That, I guess that. that is a very true true analysis. I mean, I I I would say that it's kind of a a, a testament to say, okay, these guys are really actually a lot more stronger than the terraformers. But really, in all actuality, what it's really turning into is kind of just more of a. It's not so much an underdog story so much as now it's just a. What what can we do to destroy the terraformers this week? I mean, it really right. kind of got. I I I I I got hooked up way at the beginning, so I tend now all of my my dislikes of the show are just a a, a slow compounding over time. The more the show goes on, the more and more I dislike it because I'll find more and more things that I dislike because I'm still stuck at the very beginning. Which is sad because there's a, there's a few points in the show where it does really seem like the director and the writing is just top-notch. I mean, they had, like he mentioned, one of his favorite characters die. That episode was so emotional. They had so oh, much yeah. great music playing. The the back the flashbacks were just perfect. Uh, they had so much emotion there that was just... It was like there's this nugget right in the middle of the show. I mean, like I said, I, I I'm enjoying the show. It's not a great show. I'm just enjoying it. Uh, but there was those, that time, and there was another moment with a, a combat sequence, uh, I think which is probably a couple episodes later, that I'm like, wow, they're very clever in what they can do with this show. Give me more of this. And it just doesn't seem like they're really hitting that mark. I would probably say somebody else three took episodes. Over. Somebody else took over the Yeah, the, the budget plummets. <laughs> they're showing... Off, no, no, no! I was going to say... In these, I was going to say... CG terraformers. I was, like, they're just robotic-looking terraformers oh, walking yeah. up. Ugh. They just look... Ugh. Um, I was gonna say uh, no. It's like somebody took took an uh, somebody brought in a, a transfer, you know, student writer. Hey, here, write this one scene right here. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. We can't pay you though. I don't know. We don't need you for anything else. We got the rest of the show. We just wanted you to write. And then, this, they, this. then they they put that up, and everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, that's the best ratings we've ever had." Get that guy back. We don't know where he's at. He's never heard from again. <laughs> Yeah, it, it has it has potential there. I just I don't think they ever tap into it. Um, but yeah, it, it's a good show if you like some action. So check it out if you if you like that kind of stuff. But just don't expect much from it. Um, I'm I'm hopeful that they'll they'll show me some more good stuff. The last two episodes have been pretty good with Adolf. I think he's a, a solid character. He's probably the best character in the show so far. Um, but that's really because he's kind of a Beauty and the Beast kind of storyline with a kind of twist at the end of it. So. Yeah. They're just focusing on his story for two episodes. Yeah, what well, you're telling me, he got a story in the first episode. The second episode was just really just kind of expanding on it, more his his emotion to it kind of thing. So it's a it's a good watch, it's, uh, despite everything. But that's enough of bugs. Let's move on to supernatural battles becoming commonplace, or when supernatural battles come commonplace. Inui, Inui, Inou battle wa nichijo ke no naka de or yeah 
yeah, this is a show about a guy that has a bit of an imagination, um, Ando, who has what do you what do you call it? A, 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 a chinubio. Chinubio. He he's a guy that believes that there's there's something else in the world that there's 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 got to be more to the world. There's got to be superpowers. There there there's a shred of chance that there is a possibility. Then there is it, it then thus exists, and that's what he wants to kind of push into his literary club or literature club that he's a part of, um, which is full of nothing but girls, which is quite convenient. But that's okay because this show is actually good. <laughs> Any other any other show that would have this kind of a setting, I'd probably throw it away. But anyways, um, but yeah, he's trying to make the point that there is there's a possibility of there being something more in life and and, and you know supernatural powers. And when he's trying to claim this to his literature club, suddenly something happens. Uh, powers unlock within these these this this literature club. He gains powers, and the other four girls that's in his club gain powers. Um, you have uh, Chifuyu, who is like a little lolly girl. Uh, she gains the power to kind of manifest, uh, uh, was it like space, basically? She can she yes. can teleport people. She can she can basically teleport home if she wanted to. Um, you then also have Haruko, who she uh, commands elements. Uh, Tomoyo, she commands time. And then what's the other girl? They don't have her listed right here. Um, the other girl, she can basically restore things to Sayumi. She can restore things to their original state. Um, but yeah, and it's not that they now have these powers. Let's go fight battles. No, it, they just end up staying in their club. They they give them name. They give their powers name. They give themselves names. They uh, they test their powers. All kind of you're you're kind of wondering what the heck they're going to do with it. They're they have the power to basically take over the world if they wanted to, but instead they're kind of just keeping to themselves. Um, and it kind of remains like that. Oh yeah, by the way, Ando has the power to summon a black flame that doesn't burn anything, and it just kind of sits there. Black flame, which they play off death. <laughs> yeah, they call it uh, darker dark than death. dark, or darker something. than death, or something like that. But yeah, it's they make a joke off of it. Dark quite often. and dark. But even st- even still, it's actually a very enjoyable show. It's it's of course a comedy. Um, it's a club comedy. They do have a little bit of kind of romance stuff happening in there. Um, but most most of the time, it's just really comedy of him being a fanatic of supernatural powers existing in the world. But yet he's now in a situation where they now exist. Um, and they kind of each episode they're naming them. Um, they're he kind of makes it a point to. He he's very smart, even though he's very kind of you'd think that he's just kind of weird, um, and he often ends up making really good sense of situations. Um, he of course goes through to each of the girls and kind of gives them limits. Like he doesn't want the he doesn't want Sayumi who can uh, who has the power of thing, returning things to origin to use it to revive people. Um, he doesn't want somebody to use time to stop something from happening he he's he's adamant about the idea of not using them to do un- things that they shouldn't be doing with them and that's things kinda, that kinda things that could be morally right questionable right um and they haven't really touched on those which i thought that they were going to end up um they they have seemed to be gotten very serious in the last few episodes um but all while keeping kind of that goofy toned down uh, atmosphere. It's 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 
at its heart, it's a comedy, but yet it does seem like they put Ando through a lot of kind of serious moments with the characters. And it's kind of refreshing in that aspect. I actually, I enjoy the humor. I enjoy that it is very uh, clean. I enjoy that it has some kind of uh, serious element to toss in there every now and then, but not getting too serious. Um, but yeah, it's it's an enjoyable show. I am enjoying it pretty much so far. It's yeah, pretty much so far, and <laughs> I'm I'm pretty much enjoying what I've seen so far. Um, the problem with this show is that I want to compare it to another show that is very similar along the lines. The main difference with this show is that um, it delves on the idea of what if they really did have powers, and it slowly uh, takes the the stance of wanting to conceal their powers and what that entails. And I do like that concept. Um, but like I said, yeah, I don't think they've really gone into any, I don't think they've really gone into trying to keep it a secret. It's just, they're not revealing it. Well, the, not the, I, revealing, mean, I mean, the, the idea the, of the show isn't about them hiding it. It's, yeah, I, it's about I agree. them just I, not using it. I, I, I see where you're going. I, I think it I think it does well for what it's trying to do. Um I kind of wish that they not not so much explore the idea of what to do with the powers more along the lines of experiencing life with it. What what would actually what, doing something with them. Yeah. I mean they, they they had like the second episode they they were testing it. Like I said they were they were training to see how it progressed, but they haven't really ever used it since then. I mean, every now and then you'll have like the girl would walk, would teleport into the the club room, and they're like, "Oh, you're you're here, hi!" Or somebody would shred their pants, and the origin girl would re- repair the pants. But other than that, they they really haven't used the abilities in the what seven episodes they've had so far, except for one episode. So it does look like there is a battle coming, but that's like. We're at episode eight now when they're going to finally start something. Well, that's usually when the hooks kick in, so. Yeah, but the show, the the whole idea of the show is a lot of the fact that they have powers and they're just, they're not even touching them, so. I mean, it's not like they have to. I think, like I said, it, it is, it's enjoyable even when they're not using them. It's just a comedy well, with the yeah, idea like, that they can. What, what, I was, what I was trying to get to it with the whole idea of the other show is that show really touches on emotional uh aspects this one is more just fluff and having fun with powers and i think that that's really kind of where it, why the the main problem with it is i want to compare it to that show and y- you really can't compare it to that show you know what i'm saying you'll have to watch the last episode then but yeah they they do they do actually have characters that will kind of address the things like do should you keep being the way you are kind of thing so it does have some emotional that, in there. Then that's and that's and that is something that is definitely in the other show. Right. And if if you guys really care is I'm talking about uh Love Delusions and Chunibyo or Love Chunibyo and Delusions or and, and other delusions. delusions, yeah. So I mean it, it's not if you know if you've been listening to us long enough you know that I've I keep wanting to go but back to that show. But this is this isn't a review for that though. Right. It's not a review <laughs> for that show. Um, but yeah, um, visually it's, it's a good, a decent looking show. Um, there's only been a couple times where I was kind of irked by what was going on on the screen visual wise, but other than that, it's, it's a, 
good-looking show, but it's a comedy, so it's not much moving around. Um, the the one time they actually used their abilities, it did look kind of cool the way they had the effects and stuff. But I think that was their entire budget was in that episode, so <laughs> I think it probably explains why they haven't really been using it since then. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's an entertaining show. I, I I recommend checking it out if you like a comedy and with some supernatural goofiness. Chinubios, what do they call them? Chinubios. Chinubio. Chinubio. Uh, it's actually kind of like it's the absolute opposite of the other show. Because in that one, uh, he was the one that was trying to make his, uh, trying to get normal, and all the girls were nuts around him. And this is the exact opposite. He's the complete nuts, and all the girls around him are normal. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> Uh, moving forward to more nuts, and that is well, that's a bad transition. Now that I think about it. <laughs> uh, anyways, we're gonna go. We're gonna roll. We're gonna roll with it. Yes, I'm gonna roll with it. You gonna I just, roll with it. You gonna I'm, just keep going. Nuts and rolling with it. <laughs> this is like the worst transition ever. Um, I make myself. Would you blush. like a? Would you like a, a a moe girl to fall next to you? Just Denki guy. No, Hanya-san. This is a uh, or or Dinky guy. I think is what they call it on Crunchyroll the U.S. release. I don't know. Um, this show is a comedy show. Uh, Umio is a shy kid who just started his part-time job at a manga store smack dab in the middle of the city. Um, Did that actually happen? But they never really care about him anymore. Um, but his lifestyle isn't as glamorous as it's. It's a show about a comic book store that has a lot of. <laughs> really underage looking girls that are actually supposed to be in their 20s. And they do a lot of inappropriate and comedy based stuff. <laughs> a lot of um, comedy you have stuff. A, <laughs> you have one girl that's named Sensei. Uh, she's actually secretly, it's a big secret, uh, she's this big popular uh, mangaka. You have, I thought she was still trying to uh, debut. I guess if you are not about it, be called manga cause until they debut. Yeah. I'd... Okay. So she just writes stuff on paper and pe- and tries to get to the point where she's a manga Um There's Umio. He is a useless main protagonist character that does really nothing but explain how much he likes certain things whenever it comes up. Uh, Kantoko, Kantoko. But he's not a. He's not a. He's not an expert. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kantoku. Uh, is the manager he is extremely pervy and likes to take videos of these girls and then use them against them like blackmail uh you also have hiotan she is kind of the only sort of normal girl in the entire situation uh she's often you kidding me she's just moe right basically that's the why that's the only reason why she's normal uh (laughs) Kameko, who is... I don't even know the purpose of that character. Kind of just shows up with a camera every now and then. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, Irobon Jimin, who is a government working girl who comes oh, yeah. in That's and nice. points out when things are inappropriate and that they need tags to say that they're inappropriate. And that's it. Who the it. heck is that? The last one? Yeah. That's the girl that was in the last episode. She was the... Oh, the mangaka. mangaka. Okay. She actually debuted, so she's allowed to be called mangaka. And then you skipped over the most important important characters in the show. Let me explain. I thought these two characters were actually in a good show because I enjoyed when they were around. So, (laughs) Fu Girl, who is 
very, very timid, um, who has a secret. <laughs> and then Samelier, Samelier, who is uh, kind of like the... He's, he's known as being the guy who people come to, and he will, just by looking at them, know exactly what manga they need to read. And that's why he's popular. You'll have these big festivals where people will come up in, in, in slews just to walk up there, have him give them that one manga that they should read. And it always it's always the right one. But yeah, Few Girl, Fugo. she also likes to kill zombies. <laughs> she's, she's a zombie survivalist. She's awesome. But yeah, that's... That's it. Those two characters, basically the entire show are the only entertaining value this entire show has. Um, like I was mentioning before, I think I kind of mentioned the first impressions. The biggest problem I have with the show is... There's two big problems I have with the show. One is you have a bunch of girls that look... Or women, quote-unquote, that look like six-year-olds that are being put into very sexualized humor. Um, it's very uncomfortable in certain situations. But it's all under the pretext of, hey, they're actually adults, and they're actually in their 20s. Don't worry about it. Come on, they look like they're like five years old. Um, but the other problem I really have is that there's probably about three or four episodes of just, what are we doing? What exactly is the purpose to all this? I mean, they have one episode where one of the girls was at the manager's place, and they were putting up decorations for Christmas. And there was zero humor in any of that. There was zero drama. There was zero romance. It was just, what are we doing? What is this show doing right now? Because I, 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 this is boring as I'll get. But, yeah. Uh, I pretty much feel like it. It feels like a... I almost want to say a four-panel co- comic, but it's not even kind of like that. It's more... It's very... It's, it's segmented into, like, three different... Yeah, each each episode. each or two. It's like two. three epi- three three shorts per episode is mm-hmm. really what it feels like. And the, the, I although I don't hate it, I mean, well, I I I I don't care for it. I I like the I I could go my entire I could probably watch this entire show and just find these two little these this, uh Somalier and and Foo Girl and just like package those up and just keep them in a little special episode just for me. Uh, they they really are the the highlight of the show. It's like I see those two show pop up on the on the on the screen and I want is this ep- this this going to be about them? No, it's not about them. Okay, shut it down. <laughs> and then Samelier comes inside the room and he has no shirt on, <laughs> and they're like, "Yes, it's going to be about them." <laughs> And then she's on his shoulders, and she's got his shirt on, and it's raining outside. It's yeah. all, that was an awesome episode, but the rest of the show, it's it's it's, it's not really doing anything. I mean, Sensei's kind of funny every once in a while, but it's not enough to to bring this show out of the dirt. It's really just buried way down there. And a Hilton has a cute voice too. Uh, Natsumi. Takamori, she's actually got a very cute voice. But yeah, I, I don't know. If, just, just, there's nothing really here, in my opinion. If you like more of the, uh, I guess, etchy humor, uh, there's probably some stuff in there that I'm just not, it, it doesn't resonate with me. Um, but Fugirl and Sommelier really is the only thing keeping me from not dropping the show off. The bat. I mean, I'm, I'm probably dropping it after this point. Like I told him, I think it was a really... Get to the point where I can do a mid-season, and I'll probably drop it at that point. So, 
I might flip through it later just to find, or I'll just ask Chris where the good food girl points are <laughs> and just leave it at that. But pretty much. It's it's pretty much a drop for me. Your recommendation, or are you, are you you're continuing with I, it? I, I, like I said, it, it's it's really about those two. If 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 it's not for those two, this this show is not not that good. All right, well, on to another show that I will probably be dropping after the mid-season review, and that is Wolf Girl and Black Prince. That's a good way to start it. Wow. I'm not, not going to give you any kind of pretext before I jump into this. Um, this show is about a girl named Erica who has an issue with being a little wolf. She likes to tell little, little lies. Um, when she's just starting out her next year of school, she did not want to be left out of the groups that usually get formed when school starts. People get their cliques together. Um, and she kind of just attached these other two girls and said, I'm going to see if I can get in with them. And the problem is the girls were kind of sitting there talking about boys. So she's like, yeah, <laughs> boys, you know, yeah, my boyfriend is like this, this, this. She basically tells a lie that she has a boyfriend, but she doesn't really have a boyfriend. Um, at some point she keeps up with this lie. The girls want to see a picture of her. Um, she ends up finding this random boy out in the street. He looks cute, takes a picture of him. And says, yeah, this is my boyfriend. Well, one of them's like, hey, I actually know who that guy is. He, Yeah, he's in this one class over here. Well, turns out that boy actually goes to their school. So she drags him off to the side and says, hey, I this is what happened. He's like, well, okay, I'll, I'll be your fake boyfriend. And she's like, oh my gosh, this guy's actually really nice. Well, there's a catch. He's quite sadistic. So he's like, yeah, sure. If you, you know, dance around five times and bark like a dog. So she basically has to do it and that's basically what the show is really about um it is a erica at some point kind of gains interest in him and essentially falls in love with him as she believes uh she's never really fell in love before so she kind of believes this might be love um so she kind of really wants to be his real girlfriend and at the same time he has something with him that he doesn't trust women he's 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 had he's of course he's a pretty boy uh, he's kind of like the prince of the school, so uh, he's dealt with a lot of girls that aren't very genuine. Um, they kind of just want to grab his attention, but at the same time, they don't really care about him like he thinks that they should. Um, or not, he doesn't think that, but yeah, he just he just knows they're fake, and he, so he believes that she's, of course, fake. So he does have kind of a, a very strong barrier in front of him, and she's trying to break past that, but at the same time, he likes dogs and but he can't have a dog so he kind of just treats her as his dog and he'll often kind of refer to her as such you know i need to get you a collar uh go fetch this throw something and she actually does it because she just doesn't want to break their bond or she's trying to gain his interest but yeah i really like this show right at the first because i liked that erica was not precious girl she was a she was a wolf girl at first she was she was having to deal with her own lies and you had this effect where the lies that she told was affecting uh kuya who is sata is the other guy uh sata was being affected by her lies like she was telling a lie about how he is you know likes kinky stuff and thus that embarrassed him because the girls brought it up so it was affecting him but then that stopped by the second episode and it never did it again. And after that point, it was really just about her trying to make him like her and him treating her like utter dirt. And it's just very painful to watch. It's not, it's not an enjoyable show. 
the comedy is very hit and miss. There's a very few moments where I kind of got a chuckle out of something. It's not romantic because it's just brutally mean. Um, but I guess my final really point is in this show is I, I guess this show could resonate with you if you have had unrequited love or somebody that you liked that didn't have that show didn't show the same back to you. But for me, it really just kind of hit that that thing I've always had in my past where I've seen men who treat women very disgusting like like this. Let's just put it. Sada to me is utter garbage. He's a garbage human being. And I don't care that later on they're probably going to reveal that, oh, he was hurt by somebody and that's why he's this way. I don't care. He is still a disgusting human being. And it it really resonated with me because I've seen, I've seen, I had, I've had friends. I've, I've seen people in like schooling when I was at, back in school, I've seen people treat people like this. And it's, it's it, that part hits me the wrong way. I don't like how he treats her, even though she does what she does in order to gain his love. And at the same time, towards the end, like the last four episodes, three episodes, I started hating her because she has this kind of, um, what's the term, uh, where you're, you're, you're stuck up with somebody for too long, a, a hostage situation and you start caring for them. Stockholm. Stockholm syndrome. She is Stockholm syndrome in a bag. He is Sundetti garbage. And that's all I see the show going for the next few episodes until, oh, he, that's what's wrong with him. He's fixed. And now they move on. I just don't want to sit through it. So I'll probably drop it at this point. Go on, Chris. Okay. <laughs> Bring them back up from Andrew's right. depression state. Now, it's kind of hard to follow after that. <laughs> because when, when, it, when it comes down to it... I was it, trying to bury it as much as possible, so you're like, I can't get this back out. Let's move on. <laughs> Un- unfortunately, okay, I... Tell t- me why I this take, is such a sweet story, Chris. I, I, ha- I take a totally different stance on this, unfortunately. Um, unfortunately, unfortunately, <laughs> because and and me and him both have both have agreed that we're going to just say our piece and let it be done. <laughs> yeah, we also agreed to counterpoints though. Okay, single counterpoints though. <laughs> I probably All right. are done. Um, I I I do see if you look at it from the stance that Andrew is seeing it from, it does seem like it it could be a really really bad type of show. Um, but I also see it from a t- slightly different angle um, because I'm seeing it from the angle of, and it, as as weird as it sounds, from a subdom uh, type stance. And I think that this is a vi- as as pretty much as entry level understanding the uh, mind games that are involved in this and how it's it's more about earning trust. Uh, Gaining trust, giving trust, understanding, uh, earning respect, um, love, what you, what it is you want, and earning that. Um, breaking down psychological barriers, uh, training people, um, and all that kind of stuff is all embedded in this show without actually going into all of the kinky stuff that is involved in it, which... I think that that is a really refreshing take on it because it's not just your standard um, one, two, this person loves that person and um, 
everything's hunky dory. Oh, there somebody there's a love triangle going on, so therefore uh situation A happens. It's 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 totally in a different realm. And that I think is why I enjoy it so much. Is it's just it not not the subdom thing. I could care less about that. I like that it's a totally different take on a relationship and how the relationship dynamics work in this this situation and I love it and I think it's doing very well um I even got a a special little present last episode <laughs> I was sick it was disgusting like even the, even when they were he she gave him the pre- or he gave her the present I was like that is disgusting why did that I think that that moment right there where he gave her the present and you'll know what I'm talking about um that moment that was the moment in which I said I don't like her as a character more. I believe that she is just as disgusting as he is. So that that, that was a problem because I had I had this whole thing where I was kind of delusioning myself into believing that she was gonna stand up and 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 walk back and maybe maybe ooh, here here's an idea. Let's do a different take on this genre, quote unquote, and let's just have her leave him and the show ends. But no, we're gonna come back and I think. I think I was deluding myself of believing that they could possibly take it in the direction where she walks away. And instead, they made her just out to be the biggest idiot in the world. And I... I which, again, goes back to my history and, and, and knowing a few people that where it's like... Uh, the, the woman likes to be treated like garbage because she could have any guy... That in, that's in this room right here, but she will follow him because he's the bad guy, even though he treats her like garbage. Unfortunately, I mean, you're you're going on the aspect of you're 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 getting stuck on a certain type of relationship, and that's not what this kind of relationship is. It looks like that, but it really isn't. It's it's but they, they, it's they, a, they haven't sold me on her actually finding something in him besides the fact that he's cute. There's no there's no you're, there's see, no redeeming. You're stuck he on, hasn't done you're anything getting, to earn her love. You're you're getting stuck on the ba- the the he's treating her like because crap. it's and all they've shown. No, no, you're you're getting stuck on that. You're not getting you're not seeing the 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 little tidbits that they're. You remember when what, I, what have what have you remember done? you remember they, you remember you remember when when you're saying that there's something there. Just tell me what it is. His petting her head. Okay, that's a big thing for her. Okay, the a couple he of her like a dog. Okay, when when he when he stuck up for her. When when he was uh, when the other guy was confronting her and he was he was saying oh well y- you'll go for him then you'll go for me and he says no she is mine and she stuck up or he stuck up for her i i know that you're getting stuck on the bad things but the problem is is that it's not about the but bad see, those, things those are all the important, it's about the good the things where she the has thing is, left and she walks up and takes the call he walks up and takes the collar and drags her she's mine that's good you're you're not seeing it from a different. You're looking at it from an angle. I guess of, I'm looking at you're, the you're, angle you're, of somebody that doesn't want to treat people like garbage. I don't. I don't understand. Yeah, exactly. It. You're looking at it from a different angle. I'm looking at it from this angle. It's not about. It's like I said. It's a psychological thing. It's not about. He's treating her like crap all the time. It's more of a. I'm not paying attention to you. She. It looks like he's treating her like crap because he's not paying attention to her, and she wants all of his attention. That is the psychological game. 
And when she does get his attention, it's compounded like 10 times more. It's like it's like a yeah, dog. Well, that, that's that's why I said in the, the first impression, it's it's like, oh, here's the, it's basically, let's just show bad, 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 and the payoff. And, and that's I really what it's... I don't get it. And that's really the psychological game that's involved in this show. All right, well, let's move on. We, we probably killed this one to death. Um, we're moving on forward to the Lord's Marksman and Venatus, or Lord Marksman and Venatus. I've hit the Lord. Uh, which is Madan no O, is that O? To Vanadasu. I'm I'm barely paying attention. It's an O with a Madan. squiggly line in front of it. Well, anyway, this show is away. in times of war, set in the fantasy counterpart of Western Europe, Eleonora, it one of the seven Vanadas of Zect, uh, leads the war into the kingdom of Brune. There are actually seven Vanadas named like this because each of them receive a powerful weapon from the Black Dragon, to reign over seven territories, uh, each possessing their own. Uh, the power of the Venatus causes dread and fear towards their enemy. An earl in the service of the country of, uh, country of Brune, a young archer named Tigre, or Tigrevru, 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 I don't remember his name, um, got a taste of it after, a bat- after he was defeated in battle by Ellen. Uh, however, Ellen decided to spare his life. Seeing his skills in exchange, he is asked to serve her. Um, I wouldn't say it was I, so much his 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 skills, so much as his desire. His his not yeah. I think we pointed out to, last time. Yeah, his bravery. His bravery. Um, yeah, I think we pointed out in the in the in, the, in our uh, our first impressions, but it only going thirteen episodes, and I'm still on that. I'm still stuck on that. That I just do not see. I don't see this show getting as far as I would hope to have it it to get. Um, at the same time, it, it's I want something from this show, but at the same time, I don't think it's really being delivered. Um, it is interesting that you have kind of this small village uh, guy and who's trying to basically protect his village, so he's forced to have to basically join the war. And he's amassing more and more help to do that. Um, but quickly, I started kind of seeing this re- repetition happening where it just seems like it's... I don't know what the hell is going on half the time. It's, it's not that I don't understand that there's these two kingdoms and they're fighting each other. It's not that I don't understand that uh, the Zex over here and they don't really want to be involved with this or that. It's really just that the moment to moment is... This group moved over to here, and they're attacking this area. And it, there's all these names for territories flying up. There's names for platoons. There's names for uh, the kings. The names for the countries. And I just can't follow it because I, I have a problem with names that I can't really kind of grab onto and, and easily identify something with. So when the names are flying past, I can't really gather what's going on. But in the end, it's really just a lot of this battle happened... This battle happened, this battle happened, this battle happened, and I don't really see the show really going anywhere in particular yet. Um, I'm still going to be watching it just because I hope that it's going to go somewhere interesting, but at this moment, it's really, oh, we have 200 men and they have 5,000 men. Oh, now we have 2,000 men and they have 20,000 men. Oh, now we have two men and, and they have 50 men. It's just that over and over again, and let's see how they can... over. I would almost say it's to see how they can overcome a situation, but in actuality, it's just the same stuff over and over again. There's no real 
interesting strategic battle happening. It's not like, oh, he did this, and that's that's cool. Um, they maybe had like two battles where I was like, okay, that strategy was kind of interesting. Like one, they they flooded the the planes and shot down with arrows. That's interesting. Um, other than that, it's just really they flanked him. Oh, oh, they flanked him again. Or oh, they flanked him again. Or oh, they used the army the 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 armor from the previous fight and to make them look like they have 5 million. Or they use these horses from the, the stables to make them look like they have a huge herd of people. That's nothing really outside of those that was really interesting. Uh, the biggest problem I have with the show, and I understand because I don't see a show having the budget to have as many battles as they're currently having fully animated. Everything is done with chess pieces, CG chess pieces running into each other, and that's it's like, oh, here's this battle coming up. CG chess pieces. It's over. Okay. I, I like the idea of the War Maidens, but they're not really they're not really touching on them that much. Every now and then, maybe once every other episode, they'll have a War Maiden show up and they'll do something. And it's like, oh, cool. War Maiden, that's cool. But I thought that they were going to use them more than what they have, which I guess makes sense because they're they're kind of overpowered so i guess you can't really yeah, use them too much it's almost it's almost like they're 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 blasting through all these battles for some big battle and then they're going to focus on that big battle i don't know and i th- th- that's the more frustrating thing is i almost that's, have I guess to that's what agree. It is. it's frustrating because yeah, i, I it see is frustrating. something there i i i like i like the characters i like the the build-up that they're doing i but i have to agree with my brother it's almost like they're they're blasting through these battles super fast and so the easiest way for them to do that is to just show the chess pieces this is what happened and then they move on the political thing is there and it's interesting but unfortunately it's not just a, on that it's that just, much i, I know mean, it's, it's, like, it's just it's they just so like much each other <laughs> yeah These two groups don't like each other well no there it, it started out as as a an attack on his town and then it turned into him getting captured and so somebody attacked his town because technically he's he looks like a traitor so therefore when he went back to protect his city they said oh well that makes him a traitor to the land and then they turned around and so now he's gathering up forces and as while people are attacking it doesn't really matter my main problem with it is that all the political jargon it just at a certain point it starts just Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I follow it. I get it. It's just, it's not, it's not important enough. It's like, I'm, I'm watching, I'm watching a history book of this, this, this country. And it's like, (laughs) that's probably the best way to put it. It's like, you're looking at a history book of even like the chess pieces and everything. It's just like, oh, this, it's just like if you were reading a textbook where it's like, and this team flew in from the right side and, and flanked them. And it's like, that's exactly what you're seeing. You're seeing this guy narrating these chess pieces, and that's all you're really getting. You don't, you're not getting what you would see if you actually seen the battle happening. So it, that I think that's the best comparison. You're just reading a textbook. And I and and, and don't get me wrong, because I do like the characters. I, I love the characters. I think that they're perfect for the setting. I, there was... a. I, 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 maybe an episode worth of fan service at the beginning. I haven't really seen yeah, it since. They've been, they've been clean lately, yeah. And, and, and so, I mean, besides, at besides least you can look for that. Bite. Huh? Besides the snack chase bite, that I think the uh, chest bite, I think that was like the only, <laughs> the first episode was the only one that really had fan service. 
and and, and since that, it's been really heavy on this this country is fighting this country, and then it shows um, Tigre getting involved in it in some way, or or Ellen jumping in, or one of the other war maidens. The battle between the two war maidens was really cool. Some things are really well animated. Uh, other things, it's kind of like steals moving across the screen. It, it's I've had this like really brief moment where I actually realized that they had like this really low resolution versions of themselves on the screen because you can actually see the pixel jaggy. And I was like, "What in the world did happen there?" And it never happened again. But I was, it stood out like a sore thumb. Um, if it the so when it comes down to it, I I can suggest this show. On the aspect of it, it has a vibe of really massive world. The only downside is, is that up until I actually see a payoff for all of this, I can't really suggest this show. Does that make sense? And that's, as that's my problem, is that the fact that I can't, the fact that I, I'm in that same mind frame, I can't recommend it just because it's like, it should it should have me sold or not by now, and I just I don't know. I yeah. I just don't. I feel blah about the show. Right now, like I said, right now it feels like it's massive in scale and it's building up to something really big, and I want to see what it's going to come to. I mean, and we haven't even had our Lolly Girl show up yet. Yeah, I the know, Max right? Lolly. My no, Lolly would just totally just throw this over the edge. I mean, I've got the Lolly Servant Girl, which is great, but. The Lolly Axe Girl has not shown up, and I'm really mad about that. No, <laughs> I'm actually seriously mad about that because, like, that's really only like if if she shows up and dies, I'll just turn the show off. It's like I have no, I don't have the reason to watch this show anymore. <laughs> not even for the Lolly Servant Girl. And she doesn't show very often, and she needs to pick up a weapon. But then that would make really, sense whatsoever. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that she needs to pick up that big old claymore. That would, but just then be that's not awesome. going to make any sense. What's <laughs> you're going to say? This doesn't make any sense. But I'm going with it. I'm going with it. I think she gets to be awesome. This, she has no clue how to use that, but thumbs up, <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> she does not have any muscle mass to lift even a broom, even though she's a maid. But thumbs up, take that. Well, and then well we're talking we about do, a sword that's we like do have, we do have, stuff we do here. have a superpower that has been given to to Grit. Maybe that power and it may may have gotten to her. Maybe the wind just moves the sword for her, so she doesn't have to lift it. <laughs> like they'll have it like just float in the air, and she just grabs it and goes. <laughs> yeah. I anyway, um, I think that really where we kind of stand on this one, and I'm pretty much you're sure you agree with me, but tell me if you don't, is we're pretty much wanting to wait until we almost have to wait until the end to tell you whether or not the payoff is any good, because right now it's just kind of. Like I said, it's massive in scale, but like even it's if it's not, even yeah, I agree with that. But even if in the end I go, wow, that was a great ending, I'll still say this show is meh because we've gone this many episodes and I'm just not really getting what I haven't been entertained, but I haven't been bored, and that tells me that the journey is not like, great. I think I like a lot of the things that he pulls off. I think that they really not often enough. They're though. not. They're not. I. I. I guess I can kind of agree. I. It's. It's one of those shows like, yeah, where, like, seeing them shoot a leader in the middle of the field. It's like, yes. If I. If I could see if this character has the skill that he's supposed to have in archery, he should be able to kill that leader. Way it, he just did it. 
He just shot the leader. <laughs> way that's way three hundred arms way in the back of the the three hundred Alvis or something. Yeah, the guy's like, why is he shooting? A- <laughs> yeah, it's like he's doing the thing that you think that he should be able to do, and that's cool, but. It just doesn't happen often enough. I well, I, and, th- and that's the thing. I, I like the fact that these characters are, they feel epic, and yet at the same time, they're not so overpowered that they're just going through and just slicing out entire armies. Even though they did that a couple times. They've done it a couple times. But, yeah. <laughs> it's like, every now and then, we'll show it. We'll, we'll, we'll show it a little bit. But like, they, they, have, they, have, they have some thing where they're, they're not supposed to use their full potential against humankinds. And yet they kind of had this thing where they're going... But you're gonna do it right now, aren't you? And he says, "Yes, I have to." Kind of thing. It's like they they don't want to use their full potential on humans. Yeah. Like there's like some unspoken law. So. And I think that 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 works well for what the show is trying to do. And and there is like I said, there there's aspects to it that I do like and I'm very interested in. I just unfortunately they haven't really utilized any of that full potential. Yeah. So it's kind of it's hard to suggest it yet. I got you. I got you. Well, that is it for our second part of our mid-season reviews. I think we're going to have one more. I think we're going to be able to fit all the rest of it in one more episode. For the 12 episodes, yeah. Yes. And then, we'll, I guess, like I said, we'll have some side ones for discussion on the other ones. Because I know we want to talk about Kisi Joe, uh, Kisi Joe or uh, Parasite, uh, Fate Stay, all that kind of stuff is, is all in converse, but not quite yet. Uh, we hope you all enjoy these reviews, even though we did kind of bicker a little bit too much on Wolf Girl and Black Prince. I hope you guys <laughs> stuck with us and didn't go, oh my gosh, will you guys shut up about this show? Um, but yeah, it's it's good conversation. I think though. it's I think it it really is a a good a good one to see the real difference between what you see and what I see. That one was uh, it was imp- important to see that because otherwise, if you hadn't have really watched that, it would have been me just going, "Oh, this is the greatest show ever!" And me going, "Yeah, oh yeah, that's that's great, Chris. Another love show. Good, good on you." <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, our outro song is from just that very show, uh, "Wolf Heart" by Orisama, and that is the ED for Wolf World and Back Prince. We hope you enjoyed that. Um, yeah. Did you want to say goodbye? Oh, later, everybody. Y'all take care. Definitely check us out at TakuSpirit.com and jump into our community. Burst. <laughs>